So one of the really funny things at the beginning of each season, when the, con- the when the contestants are walking along the bridge or talking to the camera and they're saying their little one-liners, uh, which is always quite funny. I think one I remember for this year was someone saying, I don't need Lord Sugar, Lord Sugar needs me. Really? Someone said that this yeah. year? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I missed that one. Yeah, which I thought was quite funny. And um, mm. but people always have. I, I wonder if the producers put them up to it because yeah, these comments are quite ridiculous. Yeah. But but yeah, no, it was funny. So yeah, now I'm happy that the show is back. And um, yeah, what was the first episode? What was the first task? So the first episode was a corporate away day. So the contestants were had a task where they had to organize a corporate away day for some clients, for some corporate clients, and. Yeah, that was a task and they had to organize it and yeah, pull it on, arrange the food as well for them for lunchtime and arrange all the activities on the day. So uh, what did you think of the task? Yeah, I thought it was a good task. I think um, if you've ever worked in like, in the corporate world or for an organized or even just any organization, it could also be like a charity or any type of organization. I think away days have become quite popular. Have you ever been on an away day? Yeah, I've been on an away day before. Um I've been on a way there, yeah, before. It's usually usually a good good um it's usually a good opportunity to really, you know, build bonds with your your colleagues. So for example, it might be like marketing and finance, or maybe it might just be even just within your functions. It might be just like let's say you're in marketing, it might be just with people in marketing, it might be um it's a good opportunity to build, you know, relationships with maybe people you haven't really spoke to very often or not that much. And yeah, it's usually just a, a good fun day and it allows that when you come back you just have, you know, more more faces that you can um you you can uh speak to and so on so yeah it's usually just a good a good fun day good good day outs um you've been been before or yes i have yeah i've been to at least one and yeah it was good time it was fun and there was a uh, food and drink provided on the day as well so i think what they created in the task i think it's quite you know reminiscent of what you could expect in a workplace so yeah that that was a good task to see so what did you think of the contestants performance i think um they were split weren't they so the two teams was boys versus girls so which is what they typically do each year so what did you think of their performance uh the performance wasn't the best it looked like uh the best of a bad bunch won in the end which was which was the girls that right. one but uh yeah we'll dive into the reasons why for both of them but well, shall we start with the girls or or did, yeah. you, did you agree with that assessment or yeah no i definitely agree yeah i think they both um got in a bit way above their heads and lost their heads i think it was like watching like a slow train wreck or slow car crash unfortunately and i think it's possibly due to many factors obviously you've got the cameras you've got the pressure of the timing but yeah things just went wrong for both teams yeah absolutely so what did you what what so we start with the girls yeah sure so onyeka was the project manager onyeka was a project manager on the girls team and I thought she did a decent job with in terms of leading strategy things of that nature but I think when it came to the task itself I think that's when the errors started to appear so she was on the corporate side and she and her team helped to negotiate the fee that the corporate client would pay for the away day um I thought they did a decent job but what did you think I thought initially that the I thought initially they didn't do a good job actually I I thought that they were yeah I thought they didn't do a, a good job originally I thought they were quite they were like negotiating for like a luxury service and i thought that they kind of reduced that the the client wanted like sort of it it felt like they wanted like a a ferrari service but at full prices so i thought that they could have done a bit more to push up the price that they were um ordering the that they were negotiating for yeah i think it's a fair point but i think the girls knew that they wasn't going to be able to deliver on a luxury premium service and i think they had probably agreed with the sub team before they'd gone off 
in terms of what type of hospitality that they would be providing. So I think because they knew they wasn't going to be able to provide a premium luxury service, I think one of Onyeka's strategies was for none of the girls to say, we're going to give you that service. It's just to say, we're going to give you a good day. It's going to be fun. It's going to be, you know, a good day out rather than we're going to give you a premium luxury service. So I think considering they knew what they were going to be able to offer, I think they wanted to reduce the, um, the, I think they wanted to reduce the chance that the corporate client would give, would ask for a refund. And I think one of the quickest ways is if you offer and you promise a super premium luxury service, then you're going to be scrutinized in every single aspect. If the welcome isn't luxury enough, deduction. If the activities are luxury enough, like you're going to think, <laughs> no, premium needs to be five star, it needs to be blown away, you need to be, you know, take, blow your socks off type of thing. So I think by them saying, no, we want a good service and a fair fee, I think it probably stood them in, in better stead for probably in the long run, because then they were able to deliver, I guess, within what was somewhat agreed rather than promising the world and not being able to deliver that um, but I think the boys I think the boys on the other hand I think they did opt for more of sort of that luxury high-end um, service and I think the project manager on the boy side um, was actually does events yes he does yeah yeah and I think, I think he's a DJ or something yeah or and I think his um, organizer or something like that he's an organizer and I think his his business plan should he win with Lord Sugar I think it is to have an events company so I think there was a lot resting on his shoulders for the success of the task on the boy side, but we'll get into that a bit later. Um, I think on the girl side, the project manager um, was did the walkthrough of the activity, which was some sort of outdoor water activity, water-based activity. And because she can't swim, she decided that, you know, maybe it would be better for her not to be on that team um, when the corporate client was there. So I think the next day, with quite short notice, she decided to switch her her role and move on to the hospitality team and move one of the hospitality women to her team, which sort of makes sense in a sense because she can't swim. But I think she could have still provided some encouragement and support for her team. And plus, she knew the information that would have to be delivered to the corporate client. Whereas what it meant was that one of the girls from the hospitality team had to quickly learn the facts you know, that she would be given to the corporate client. And then it came across quite uh, still. I don't think the corporate client really enjoyed her delivery of the facts because, you know, you could tell she's just trying to. It's like oh, when you, it? yeah, it's like when you, um, what's it called? Scram? Scram? What's it? What's that thing called when you cram? Yeah, cram. It's like when you cram in lots of information for an exam, you just want to blurt it out, you right. know, so that it can, you know, before you, you before you lose all that information. So, um, but it seemed like the corporate client enjoyed the activity. It did, yeah, it did. It yeah. did seem that way. And they got to dinner on time. The only issue is that the kitchen was just chaotic. Mm. Yeah, they didn't know what to, what where the things were. Oven, microwave, breadcrumbs, apple crumble. Yeah, there was a mix-up between the breadcrumbs and the apple crumble, isn't it? But I don't know. I was suspecting because that apple crumble was in the middle already. And I was wondering who, who put that there. Was it the producer that put that yeah, there? Yeah, I think that's why they, they the... used it because they just assumed, oh, it's been left here for us by right. the kitchen staff. But right. yeah. And the funny thing was Karen noticing straight away because how did Karen know straight away that it wasn't the right item. I don't know. Item. She, did she put it in? Like, did she <laughs> taste it before? How did yeah. she know? Yeah. yeah, it's suspicious that she would know mm. and sort of criticise them, but none of the girls picked it up. Right. Um, but needless to say, the corporate client was not impressed by the but, but food. I think, but I think, to be fair, I think you did say, I think you were saying, um, how, how did you think it got there? I think you were saying... I think one of the women on the hospitality side said she had put it on the table, but I don't know why she'd put it on the table and like leave it. I don't remember that she put it there. Right. And we're now using it for a fish cake 
Right. When it's a when it's a crumble, is it sabotage? Crumble? Is it sabotage? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. A bit of a conspiracy, guys. Let us know what you think. But yeah, I, I think if you watch the episode, you could see that it was just an absolute shamble, and nobody knew what was going on. There was no order. There was no you know production line. It was not smooth sailing at all. And, and I think and I think their client clients as well was actually hoteliers. Oh really? So they are yeah. So they're going to be like proper like you know be into the food because obviously when you're you know, when you go to a hotel and you want to, you know, make sure that your your guests are well served, you're going to make sure the food is, you know, right. on point. It's going to have a high standard for the food. So, yeah, yeah, that was quite, they they picked up on it straight away. They said it was a bit flowery. They said, oh, is it, is it bread, is it breadcrumbs? Yeah, they did, they did pick up on it. I think no, no, is it bread, sorry, is it crumble? Yeah, is they, it crumble did, they did pick up on here? it straight away. They were yeah. not impressed, needless yeah. to say, by the food. Um, But yes, even though that was bad, I think, like you said, it was the best of a bad bunch because the boy side was even worse, wasn't yeah, it? It was worse, yeah, it was worse um yeah they came they came through like 40 minutes late right to the to the lunch and you know lunch is normally a massive part of the day because you know oh, normally yeah. when hmm? oh yeah yeah because normally when you have these corporate events you know maybe you, you know especially with them as well you're going to be tired from all the activities in the morning so usually lunch is normally usually pretty good um and then you know it sets, sets you up nicely for the rest of the day um so for them to go into lunch and it's a late 40 minutes late and then on top of it, it wasn't very good. I think what were you saying that they were saying about the the food? Is it cold? Oh yeah. Food? So one of the one of the guests was saying, um, you know, the sausage she was trying to cut into it and she couldn't. It was rock hard and it was cold, which is just absolutely shambolic. Yeah. And I think even before they got to the corporate client coming in, um, I think the girl side were quite lucky because they asked the corporate client, would their guests normally expect alcohol? And their corporate client said no. So the, the girls didn't have to worry about alcohol on the hospi- on the hospitality side. But on the guy side, the corporate client said, yes, we would normally expect alcohol. And of course, it's a premium service. If you're thinking a premium luxury day, mm. you're thinking a nice bottle of, you know, rosé or Prosecco or champagne on, on arrival. Yeah. Uh, instead, the hospitality team wanted to cut costs and thought, oh, we'll give them a welcome drink of water, <laughs> you know, which is not really yeah. living up to that whole theme of you know luxury uh, considering the client was expecting alcohol and it was actually a mix-up so the vendor that lord sugar put on for the guests in, for the contestants in order to choose the food options and drink options um was actually offering um prosecco of nine pounds per bottle but for some reason one of the contestants thought that they were saying it was nine pounds per person or like nine pounds per glass which is very expensive yeah. so instead they decided to not go for the prosecco at all so when the corporate team found out, they thought, no, we need to have alcohol because we've promised them that it's a luxury service. So they ended up buying Prosecco or sourcing it, which was £40 per bottle. That's incredible. Yeah, for Prosecco, that yeah. That is it's, incredible. Yeah, outrageous. They saw them coming from a mile away. Yeah. So I think um, on the, the guy side, I think they just ended up spending a lot of money in terms of the costs to run the day. And where, do you, the, where do you, honestly, where do you buy a Prosecco for £40? That yeah, is phenomenal. I, I don't what know. What brand is that? Yeah. I don't know. And then I remember on the boys' side, the guests had to leave because they had um, like a three and a half hour drive home and they still hadn't had their desserts. They still haven't had their last activity. So the whole thing was just rushed. It was a complete and utter shambles. The guests weren't happy. Oh, and I think they were trying to keep them waiting, wasn't they, to finish something. Yeah. And they, they were kept on saying, guys, we need to go. We need to go home. Said, oh, no, no, no. Just, yeah. Let's just wait. Like guys, yeah. We so, need to go home. oh no, no, just just wait. Let's just finish this. Yes, yeah, so you can just, just imagine the quality of the yeah. experience would have been poor. I mean, you want to go home. You're tired. Mm. You're hungry still. You haven't had good food, mm. 
and they're saying no 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 just wait we'll do some dancing outside i mean appalling you can imagine the morale would have been low so the complete opposite yeah, of faces what, were long yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the complete opposite of what we described at the beginning of what you want from a corporate away that you want people to be happy you want it to increase productivity when people are back in the office because they feel happy they feel rejuvenated they feel like the company has invested in them mm-hmm. this did not give the impression no. that the company invested in them shambles yeah this gave shambles yeah. so it wasn't surprising that when they karen and tim revealed the final results the boys won um, sorry, the boys lost. Mm. And the boys actually had a loss, mm. which Lord Sugar was very upset about. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had a loss. And it was quite funny. When Tim was revealing the results, one of the boys got confused halfway through. I started clapping. And the other boys were like, why are you clapping? We don't know the final result yet. Just keep quiet. And it was just quite a funny moment. Yeah. And then the next thing out of Tim's mouth was, so that was that brings you to a loss. <laughs> so yeah, it was just a bit of an embarrassing faux pas there. Um, but I do think the women kind of got away with it by the skin of their teeth. I think the project manager would have definitely been on the chopping block, I think. Mm. Um, but yeah, in terms of the boy side, so then you had um, the final three. Uh, do you think the right person went home? I thought that the... No, I think it's... I think the... If we're talking about the responsibility for the failure of the task, I would say it would be the person that claimed to be the... You know, he wants to do a business in events management. Right. Um, you know, with events management... You know, one of the key things is that time management is key, particularly when you're putting on an event. You know, if you've ever organized an event or been part of a uh, an event, a big event before, you know that things running on time is critical because if one thing is late, then it impacts everything else. So it's like a constant, like it's like a domino effect. So as much as possible, you want everything to like run on time. So, you know, someone having it didn't, you know, throughout the task, there wasn't any evidence of any timekeeping or any urgency or any kind of even looking at the time say oh we've only got this many minutes left or whatever so yeah i would that is definitely something i would expect from somebody that's organizing an event how it has an experience in organizing an event so yeah i think um for that reason i think the, the failure of task is definitely would definitely lie on the on the um with the project manager in my view yeah so. I, I agree i think he was definitely at fault but i think what he did was that was smart was bringing in i think his name is ollie back into the boardroom who unfortunately was given the label of not doing anything on the task and if you've ever watched the apprentice before you know that one thing lord sugar hates is uh someone who's just a passenger on the task who doesn't do anything and um if given the chance he will fire that person because he likes a trier even if you make a mistake even if you make an error even if you make a loss but you tried he values that more than the person that's just in the background doing nothing but i think it's quite harsh because at this stage in the competition you have a lot of contestants so there's only so much that each person can do. And he was in the kitchen, which was a part of the task to be in the kitchen. And he made a dessert, but it just sounded a bit pathetic when he came to the boardroom and they said, well, what did you do? And he said, well, I made a dessert. And they said, okay, and, you know, it, did you do anything else? You know, does that, I mean, I guess he could have gone and interacted with guests. He could have, you know, tried to boost more. I mean, I don't think that would have worked, but he could have tried to do other things, but unfortunately he couldn't point to anything else that he did. I think, yeah, it was quite inevitable that, Ollie would be going home so you know it's a shame we didn't get to see what he actually could bring to the table but I guess that's a lesson for everybody you know if you're going on to the apprentice you can't take any week for granted right because if you don't win the task you could be on the chopping block so you know better to try to have a positive contribution than to just be quiet in the back I think that was a tactic people had in previous years Mm. when they try to just be quiet in the background and coast but yeah if Lord Sugar gets wind of that you're out so Mm. yeah it wasn't too surprising that he went home um but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season and we will be recapping 
each episode. So make sure you tune in and subscribe to Business Key Pod wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have any comments or anything you want to, you know, bring back with regards to what we've said, feel free to get in touch. Yeah, we're at Business Key Pod on TikTok and on Instagram. Yeah, so we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.